This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan Rose, and I have my beautiful co-host, Shay, here with me today. How you doing, Shay? I'm doing great. Happy Sunday. Yes, so we back involved with our Sunday sermons mm-hmm. from Pastor Darius of the Change Church. Thank you again, Pastor, for another message and a great fulfilling Sunday, because today you talked on a point that I just needed. I needed every Sunday, but man, listen, I feel like you are tapped into this house, you listening through these walls, man, yeah. everything I need to hear, you explain it to me and you you bring out a sermon that is right down the lines of everything I'm needing, so I thank you for that, for sure. and uh, me and Shana appreciate following you and your wife, mm-hmm. uh, Pastor Shamika, each and every day, we're learning from y'all, and man, we take good tips, and we always soaking up information like a sponge, and we always just trying to be our best day in, day out, and you're a good example of that, so we thank you. So without further ado, I want to get into it short and sweet today. Yes. Today's title was Settling Season is Over. It's over. I told you. Like I just kind of gave Pastor his props. I told y'all, man, this man is always on point. Mm -hmm. Because I have reached a point in my life I will not settle another day. Absolutely not. And I don't care how hard it get. I don't care how much I want to just, I can thug it out right here. No, I won't. Mm -hmm. Because I know now that when times get hard, it's something better on the way. So I'm about to power through that. And... With my beautiful wife here, we're going to take the life by the horns and we're going to make it do what it do. Exactly. And today's sermon came from John 10, 10, chapter 10, verse 10. Mm-hmm. And I want to start off with my first couple key points of pastor saying this. You must embrace the life you have to be able to get to the life that you want. Mm. And he was speaking on the facts of, man, being distracted so much, y'all. Uh, There's people out here that'll steal, kill, and rob you of your joys and your aspirations, goals, and Mm -hmm. knock you off track of the path that you want for your life, how you see your life going. We got a lot of distractions out here, uh, people, and we got more distractions than we got resources. Yeah. So knowing that, you must be more intentional with everything we do. And Pastor said this, you must know what God has for you is going to happen. Beyond what church has conditioned you to believe. And I want to break that down for y'all. And he, this is a pastor telling you about church. Some of these teachings, you have to have great discernment, y'all. We have to get mature so that you understand certain scriptures apply to everything situational. Mm -hmm. So you can't have the same lens for different situations or it will make the scripture seem incorrect or improper or it doesn't flow Mm -hmm. if y'all get where i'm coming from pastor took us on a trip today y'all because like i told y'all i grew up in the church uh heard the teachings didn't understand the teachings Mm -hmm. with me not being able able to understand the teachings it was hard for me to apply the teachings because i didn't have the uh, the proper breakdown i didn't know how to insert it into my life situations and i thought okay this this scripture can work here but it can't work here no scripture works above and beyond but if you don't have the knowledge and the capabilities to apply 
you will see it in said way. So those are my first two topics I want to start off with. I want to let Shayna get involved so we can get this conversation really flowing. So Shayna, give us some of your unpackings. Some of the things that Tasha said today, and like you said, it was a great message and settling season is over for mm -hmm. us. Um, but what Pastor talked about as well that really resonated with me was that, you know, I cannot get the right outcome because I don't have the right ingredients. Ooh. And that the ingredients and the direction and the guidance is in the Bible and it's through the word of God. Mm -hmm. You know, and so Pastor said that your relationships have a recipe, growth have a recipe, advancement have a recipe, and that sometimes we mix all the wrong things in mm. with some of the things that we get from scripture and from the word of God, and, and that isn't the right way to go about it, right. right? He really talks about sticking to the things that God says he wants for us, you know? And what else resonated is that for myself, Pastor said, Y'all fighting over stuff that ain't a priority for the Lord. <laughs> and I'm guilty of that. You know, I'm guilty of sometimes, like you said, with being distracted mm -hmm. and being focused on all the wrong things. And doing that, I'm seeing now and I'm seeing it more in my day to day, it does put me two steps behind being closer to where I want to be and closer to the abundance that God has in store for us. You know, and so... I really do, I, I talk about and I do my best to make God my priority, but I really need to exercise that in every instance. And you are right because everything you're saying is, goes back to what we talked about previously when we talked about regressive thinking and regressive living. Mm -hmm. How can I move forward when I'm trying to handle so much things that happened in the past? I can't, mm -hmm. I can't really get nowhere. It's mm -hmm. like you just said, two steps forward, three steps back. Yeah. And you still get nowhere. Yeah. And Pastor said it like this today. He said, we are trying to build the life we want without the self-sufficient tools and characteristics we need to be able to build properly. Come on. But we still build the life. Ooh, we. Mm -hmm. So I, I just want to unpack that for y'all. So we don't have the tools and we haven't matured to a level of, of understanding for us to gross what we want to gross, but we still build the house like it's the house that we want. Yeah. And we go live in it. So let me unpack that again for y'all. The house is a metaphor for your life. Mm -hmm. We build this life that we like, ah, I ain't got this maturity level yet. I don't really know a lot about this, but I'm going to put this together because where I'm coming from now, and I'm, I'm saying a lot, so I'm going to slow down. Pastor's message, he presented it today as baking a cake. So that's why yeah. Shana kind of used ingredients. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of using tools and those type of method, methodologies. Methodologies, yeah, okay. you got that. Yeah, yeah appreciate you. <laughs> and um, so going back to what I was saying now, we are trying to build the life we want without the sufficient tools and characteristics we need to build properly. Mm -hmm. So it goes back to a couple weeks ago when I told y'all from a sermon that pastors said, if you want to get somewhere, you got to start taking strides in your life. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Insanity is doing the same thing, expecting same. the uh, different, different results. results. Come yeah. on now, y'all. I'm with you, baby. We on point today, ain't we? <laughs> so pastor said today, but we still build the life. Mm -hmm. Knowing you didn't have everything you needed. So how you going to build a house with no nails, no hammer, no nothing. But you going to make that house. Now I got a little duct tape over here. So now y'all stay with me. Pastor was talking about cakes today. Mm -hmm. And certain ingredients. He said he had the eggs. He had the milk. He had the flour. Bum, bum, bum. But now I'm going to throw some rice and beans in yeah. there. That is not the ingredients for a cake. But if you bake it up. Stay with me now, y'all. Pastor said, you put it in the oven, it's going to come out looking like something now. Mm -hmm. And smelling like something. But right when you cut into it and eat it, you're like, hold up now. Yeah. Cake ain't, this ain't cake. Yeah. So what he's telling us, we're out here living these optic, mm -hmm. unfulfilling lives, mm -hmm. but still pressing on. Woo! Yeah. But you suffering. Yeah. But you know why you suffering, too. Also, everybody, 
uh, knows their shortcomings. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we take that blind eye and be like, I'll get past it though. It'll, it'll work itself out. It doesn't, it's like uh, prayer with no works. If you don't work, prayer don't work. Mm -hmm. If you don't work with God, God can't work with you. And it goes back to pastor saying this. You can't get close to anyone you don't talk to. So if you and, you and God have a shaky relationship and you think you're going somewhere, but you hadn't mended your shaky relationship and your shaky faith, but you saying, God, I call you every day. And God saying, I'm answering. You ain't listening. Come on. Ooh, I love that. And that was, that really hit home when he was like, you can't, what was it? You can't get close to someone you don't talk to. Come on. You know? And I, I think that resonated with me because I'm in a season in my life where I talk to God all the time. If I think something makes me uncomfortable, I am taking it straight to him before I take it to my mama, before I take it to <laughs> Jonathan, before I take it to anybody else, I'm taking it straight to him. And I have gotten better at taking it to him very candidly. So I will say it to him in the ways that like, I'm saying it to Jonathan. Like, I can't believe. Did, I, did you see that face he made? See, I don't know what his problem is, Lord, but use me to either change his mind, change his heart, or at least give me the grace to not react yeah. to that, that person's energy. You know, like I take it straight to him and I think, Sometimes it feels like when you're in seasons you and you aren't seeing the results that you know in your heart God is really going to give you, but not in the timing that you want. I think that reminded me that God and I are so close because I do take everything to him, you know? Mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. I love when Pastor said that because it was reminding me that, Shana, you foster that relationship. Don't doubt it because you're not seeing the results that you want. You know, like you actively are proactive in seeking God and you ask him to speak to you and, and work through you. So don't question it because you're not getting the results that you want right now. Know that the results are coming. Oh, and can I just pivot off that point you're making mm -hmm. right now? Because it ties into this. Pastor said today, you can't change just your outlook and think you've made a life change. Come you on. must change from inside out to see your actual life shift. Yeah. And he was speaking on still being jealous, envious, and bitter. Oof. So I just want to calm down, baby. From the get done. <laughs> I just want to speak on that because... It go back into what Shana said mm -hmm. and what I've been saying. Man, you can come out. I always say, uh, matter of fact, in the last Sunday sermon, I was talking about, man, I don't, I'm not in the same scenes. I don't club and I don't do this no more. Mm -hmm. Pastor unpacked that today. He's like, yeah, you don't club. You don't be in the same scenes and you don't do that no more. But you still are envious. You still hold jealousy. Ooh. You still hold envy towards people. Mm -hmm. You are still an angry, bitter person, okay? Mm -hmm. You ain't got to be on, on those scenes to still be the character that you are. Yeah. That's what Pastor made me see today. Some of us are out here, bro, I don't do this no more. You see, I don't, you see, you see, yeah, we see. But what have you really internally changed? Nothing. You 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 eliminated the venues and the places where people were catching you at, but your mindset is still there. Mm -hmm. You still got the same jealous mindset of, the, of those people you was envious of when you was in the streets. Now you out the streets looking at them through social media. Now you just changed your venue and you changed your look at them, but your energy and your self personality characteristic traits are so toxic. You can change your venue, but if you don't change those toxic traits, you are still a toxic person. And I think what we do sometimes is we assume the environment is making us mm. act or be something Talk that we them. then try to act like we're not. Right. But what Pastor's talking about is you are who you are. Thank it you. wasn't the environment. You got to work on you. Mm. You got to work on your relationship with God. You got to bring the certain things to God and say, I don't want that because that's not you. Right. You know, when I have moments of, of a thought that I know isn't a right thought, I was like, God, you heard it. We both did. And I don't want that because I don't want what will come 
with harvesting that thought and that emotion. I don't want to be a person who then they don't see you when they look at me because I'm harvesting thoughts and emotions that are negative and that don't serve me and that definitely don't serve God. Amen. You know, so I think that's what you hit on right there, that we changed the environment, but the environment wasn't really ever the problem. It was always a you thing. And I'm feeling because I'm on a roll now to compliment what you just said. Mm -hmm. And me and you've done this and this is why we're seeing the fruit and we're bearing fruit mm -hmm. and we're seeing and reaping what we, we've sown because of this statement right here. Seeing Jesus as a savior, but not a Lord. Mm -hmm. He's able to bring us out of things, but we don't abide by his leadership teachings. Come on. And I want to add this, this one in there also, seeing God's instructions as suggestions. You remember when pastor said that? Yeah. So now y'all stay with me. Seeing Jesus as a savior, but not a Lord. So that means... Now y'all stay with me. I, if y'all if y'all been keeping up with these podcasts, y'all got I need y'all to invest. I need y'all to go back and listen because I got a lot to say and I need y'all to understand where I'm coming from when I say this. Seeing Jesus as a savior but not a Lord, I spoke on that. I said all my life, I was like, when I'm down, that's when you call him. Call him, Lord, help me out of this. Mm -hmm. But when you up, <laughs> I got it, Lord. Hey, take a back seat. You telling the Lord to take a back seat now? You got that much power. You got God power now. Cause did you telling God to take a back seat? Okay, now. So look at this. We can't look him look at him as a savior, but not a Lord. Yeah. You can't follow him and call on him and and think he's right when you're so damn bad. But then when you're so far up, you feel like none of nothing applies uh, from a godly text or a godly sense. Now all of a sudden, hey God, I, I've I've got enough control over my life. Just be here. Mm -hmm. No, I won't. He's got to be in the inner workings because that is what faithfulness and full faith and wholeheartedness means. Mm -hmm. It means good, bad, or different. He's in the mix. Exactly. Not when you're up, he's he, he can take a break. But when you're down, I need him 100%, 1,000. No, sir, it does not work like that. So I appreciate Pastor breaking that down to us because I told y'all that's where I came from. I came from looking at him as a savior and not a Lord. Mm -hmm. But then again, I want to talk on this one. Following the recipe... That was given to us may not be the recipe that'll bake a good cake. Mm. And I want to hit on that real quick. I, I just did a pivot, y'all. So y'all should take the energy down so I can explain this next topic. Our parents raised us a certain way. Yeah. But we also got to remember our parents weren't perfect. And our parents' situations mm. might not be our situations, but the teachings apply. Mm -hmm. Y'all stay with me because I say this about the scripture all the time. The scripture applies to many different lifestyles and situations. If what, you know how to do it. Exactly. So... Going back, our parents raised us a certain way. Just because they raised us don't mean we don't critique what we were taught. Yeah. Don't go into a straight face card value. My mom and daddy told me this and it's right. Okay, it might it might need to be tweaked at a certain point in time. Mm -hmm. It might work this time, may work that time, but then that other time, it still works. You just might have to apply it and uh, mold it to the situation. Mm -hmm. still, same concept still applies. A lot of us are missing that. Mm -hmm. We don't get that... <laughs> You can use basketball shoes outside too. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it can work on the indoor court. You can work on the outdoor. Like it's multifaceted. Mm -hmm. But you have to look at it as multifaceted. You can't look at something as face card value that has multiple ways of getting it done. I remember um, taking it to a school reference. Multiplication has taken an elevation, y'all. My sister learned multiplication in a way I did not learn. <laughs> but guess what? Her answer and my answer still came out to be the exact same answer. Both was right. Yeah. Now, I don't know how the teacher taught her. I ain't even trying to figure it out. I should, though. I should embrace it. But <laughs> at the end of the day, for for 
teaching purposes today. I'm just trying to show y'all. Yes, I know my sister's way works. If I can learn it that way, I, I'll have two ways of knowing how to do multiplication. But the point I'm making is success is success. If something is successful, you can, mo you can use it in any kind of way and it should still end in the result of success. Yeah. But if you're looking at it as, ah, they, what they teaching you ain't right. But how she get the right answer then? If it ain't right, you you just can't compartmentalize. If it ain't your way, it ain't it ain't no way. Mm -hmm. Your way is not the only way of life. And I talked about that last week as well. These Some of these Christians, just because we don't live like certain other Christians, they look at us different. Oh, man, look at them pants. Look what he wears on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And then he coming here on Sunday, want to put his suit in town. That don't make me... Or whoever we're talking about, lesser than or more than than you. We all get to come here how we want to come here. Because we all are different. And that is the beauty of living in the world that we live in. Everybody wants to be so similar, but that is the wrong way to live. Because God, if God wanted us to be similar, we would all be alike. Yeah. <laughs> it's the reason... For this process of life, it's the reason that there's black, white, and all different races. It's the reason that facial constructions are different. It's the reason you got a nose and they different mouths and all that. Yeah. Because if God wanted us to be robots, he would have built robots, y'all. <laughs> so, in a long story short, I'm about to, this is my highlight for this whole thing right here. Be adjustable and be understanding. Mm -hmm. And be okay with somebody not doing everything your way and understanding that their way is good too. Now, you don't have to apply it, but just respect it. Because that's that's where we at right now. Some of us are looking at the Lord like this this worked, Lord, but this didn't work. But all of this is your word. So now we question the God because some of his stuff we applied work and some of it didn't. But now we're looking at him like, so is this real or is this fake? Does some of this work and some of this don't? It's on us, though. Mm -hmm. The reason we're questioning it because that other voice in our head is making us question a person that's never wrong. Listen to me, y'all. The word and God trusting in him is never the wrong way to go. Absolutely. But when we start trying to, man, this, that one time, that love, love your neighbor like you love yourself stuff, man, that got me killed. So what? That don't mean it was wrong. Just might have been a bad situation. Move on. Take that blow. Heal up from it and keep going because that's what the faith means. That's what it means. God never promised us 100% um, success rate. He just said, hey. When the storm comes, guess what? It's going to end. Right when it started, guess what? An ending is going to come. But if you don't manifest and uh, compartmentalize the ending happening, you'll feel like you're in a forever storm. So some of us need to change our mindsets to get out of these traumas and these depths of depressions that we're in because it's not real. It's, a, uh, it's an illusion. But guess what about an illusion that will keep you locked in? If you stay in that illusion and you can never get back into reality, it becomes your reality. 100%. And what I would say that my takeaway from all this is when Pastor talked about the meaning of life, you know, and he referenced Isaiah chapter 43, verse 6, and he was like, the meaning of life is to glorify God. Mm. And he was like, how does God look through your life? And that right there for me took me a step back because I remember in 2020, my prayer for Jonathan was always, God, let his life be an example of your grace. Let his life be an example of the miracles that you can perform and all the things that you can do in our lives so long as we stay faithful to you. And, you know, Jonathan being on the field in 2021, all that was evidence of that, you know? So it was my reminder that chasing God and seeking God first does allow other people to see what he's doing in our world. You know, there are things that we're waiting for and things that haven't come yet that are coming. And when you meet Jonathan and I in mm. person, if you interact with us, our energy's up, mm -hmm. you know? We're, our energy is love and you will know it and feel it because 
we still got God in every details of our lives. You know, we don't we don't downplay the things that we want and that we want more, but we absolutely also don't downplay the value of good interactions, grace, mm-hmm. mercy, and that every day and minute is a blessing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Pastor talked about other seed traits in us that allow them to see God through us. And that hit home because if nothing else, we want to be vessels. Mm-hmm. We want God to use us. That's my prayer daily. I ask God to use us for his highest good, to use us in ways that we may not understand, but has a bigger purpose more than we can see, you know? And so when pastor talks about the settling season being over, it was because God can't be glorified in my settling. None of you guys know our thoughts or our relationship with God, our relationship with each other. Um, and John that talks about his journey in life, football, the more that's to come, this podcast, you don't see any of that if we settle for less than this. And you don't really experience, you know, the abundance and what comes on the other side of that if we don't continue to do Sermon Sunday, do the podcast and the different episodes that Jonathan's put out here for you. You don't see any of that and experience it. It doesn't get to touch your hearts and warm your hearts and encourage you guys if we settle. And that was really what Pastor made more clear and evident more than anything, that if we settle in and not looking exactly how we want it to, or if we get upset, sorry, and not looking exactly how we want it to, we settle. And we miss the areas that God could still do really great, beautiful, important things if you just show up. Amen. You know, and so that was what I thought was great. And the last thing that I hit on the pastor talked about is the unwillingness to put God first is evidence that they don't know who they are. Mm. So it wasn't that we don't know who God is, but it's that we don't know who we are by not willing to put him first. Because it goes to show that we are underestimating what God can do through us. It goes to show that we don't think we're enough for God to use, right? And so it's keeping that as focused for me mm-hmm. and in the center of my life was exactly what I needed to hear just to keep pushing through, just to be reminded that God's using me, is using Jonathan, using this platform, using our relationship, that he's using everything we give up to him. And if we continue to see the value in ourselves and in God, he'll continue to use us and we will not settle. Amen, I appreciate that. That breakdown and unpacking, babe. And I'm going to throttle down with our last two. And we're going to get you all out of here. And I thank you all for listening. Of course. And the last two statements I want to make is when Pastor said, God said, I didn't give you potential to waste. Mm. Never hit home as hard as it hits today because I'm a way different person than I was in the past. And to hear this in the now, to the man I am now, this is what I feel. Oh, this weekend was beautiful. I went back to my first team that I won my first professional championship when I was embraced with so much love. I haven't played for them since 2019, and I went out with an injury, and it wasn't pretty for me. To go back there last night and to still feel that electric energy and to see people bringing up pictures of when I was holding their kids when they was little, and now they about up to my up to my chest. And I was like, where did this little person go? But the unpacking is... This statement one more time. God said, I didn't give you potential to waste. I thought my only impact was just being Jonathan Rose, the athlete. I got to be on your team. I got to be there. And then coming back the other night, I realized I was more impactful as a, a man than I ever was as a player. I just want y'all to un- to listen to what I'm saying. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm a great player. I get that. I ain't I ain't going to sit here and boost and brag, but I didn't know I was such a good person. I didn't know other people just liked to see me and be around me and hear me speak words of encouragement to them. And they was like, man, that was a lot. I thought Jonathan Rose, the touchdown, the interception, that's all they wanted to see. They was like, man, listen, that's bonus. 
Just having you around as a person, that was it. Yeah. So um, I'm appreciative of that from this weekend. And my last statement is, when you encounter people, do they feel better or worse from the interactions with you? Yeah. That's something I want y'all to unpack. I ain't I ain't got time to tell y'all about y'all selves. Y'all know about y'all selves. And y'all know what this is saying in the biggest sense. When people interact with you, do they come back around or do you never see them again? Do you hear bad things like, hey, man, I ain't, bro, I ain't one of those people I want to be around. I, I, pray, I pray for them, but I stay away from that. I keep my distance. I don't like what they represent. Mm -hmm. What do you bring to the table? Because that first thing I just unpacked about going back to my, the team that I won a great cup with and had all this success with, and I realized that my success wasn't even what I did on the field. My success was all those lives that was touched and just to see me show back up, not even as a player, just to show back up, they was like, man, we got him back again. Yeah. We get, we finna get a little bit more substance because I thought the only substance I brought was football. Mm -hmm. And they was like, man, listen, my little girl, my son, he just want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. He just want to shake your hand. Can we get a, a picture? That a, And what they say a lot, a picture lasts, uh, hold on, a picture is worth a thousand words. Mm -hmm. That That hit different. Some people was pulling up pictures and taking pictures that, they was like, hey, man, I might not ever see you play again here, but I can always look back at this picture and it'll bring me the joy of that same day, same night, same energy. And I thank you for that. Yeah. I was, it was some older guys that played years before me. I've never met, they've never met me. And we come together and he was like, hey, I enjoyed when you played here, man. You, you made me love football again. I don't know who this man is, mm -hmm. but that's the love that is unbreakable and is, Forever lasting. I'm not going to be able to be J. Rose, this ultimate athlete forever. It's going to come my time where somebody will be talking about me like that. That old guy. <laughs> and and my name still going to hold weight that I don't even know about. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And I appreciate my journey for teaching me I'm more than just statistics. A touchdown, an interception, a, a forced fumble. I'm more than that. So I hope y'all got something from this because we got a lot from it. Yeah, and I want to thank Pastor Darius and uh, Pastor Shamika again for their example of just a couple and a family and of how partnership and individual should be. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not trying to compete with them. We're just trying to add to the platform with them. We want to stand on the same pedestal. I don't care if I got to sit lower. I'm cool. I just want to be there. Yeah. I'm not competing with anybody when it comes to this self-betterment, uh, relationship betterment, self-care, mental health. I'm not competing with y'all. I'm trying to get everybody to stand on the same platform and just be one one of these days and then eventually we'll get there yeah. with Pastor Darius and his wife and me and Shayna and whoever else we influence to speak their stories and continue to be of service to the world regardless of what we getting out of it because we get some out of it when we are of service properly, wholeheartedly, sincerely. Some of y'all need to go look some of them words up man and see what the characteristics and the understanding come from from those because I don't think a lot of people have my word of the last two years, a lot of accountability. And when you find that, some of these other things and pieces will start to fall into place without you having to put them into place and work work diligently and figure out the dynamics. Some stuff will fall in place if you just walk right. Sometimes doing the right thing will make the right stuff happen. Absolutely. It don't take a lot of effort from you. Do right and right will follow. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. But you will always have to prove everything to yourself. God bless y'all. God bless.